is another edition of the SS Experience right here on 1067 The Beat. Got a friend of the show uh, back on the show. It's been a minute since we had her on the show, but she's been really, really busy. She's going to let you know everything that she's been doing. Got Jamel McKenzie back on the show. She's running for City Council Ward 1 out here in the A or technically in College Park. So we just want to go ahead and uh, get this get this thing going real quick because October is today. October is today, so that means we only got a month until election time. So we got to go ahead and get the politics going. Jamil, how have you been? Man, I've been doing great. I mean, it's busy. Uh, you know, this is my first time ever running for a political seat. Okay. So learning a lot, uh, staying busy, and really uh, making it, trying to make it to visit as many people as I can in the city. It's been a while since um, we spoke. Uh, last time we spoke was at your your, your house gathering. Uh, yes. Before then, we did um, the interview uh, via Zoom. What have you been doing since then? Uh, basically, we've just been working with our team, you know, uh, a lot of my, my effort has been uh, like I said, visiting homes, uh, speaking at forums, fundraising, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just getting the message out. Getting the message out that, of course, that I'm running and also letting people know uh, that voting is, is just around the corner. And we, we've really been working also to get people registered to vote because if you don't vote, your voice doesn't count. And speaking of uh, those dates real quick, uh, the last date to register to vote is October the 10th. Early voting starts October 16th through the 29th. And obviously, Election Day is November the 7th. You've been doing a lot of work, though. Like, I've been, you know, following on the gram, you know, creeping or whatever. You know what I'm saying? See on the gram, doing your thing, whatever. Um, a lot of community events that you did. What was the community event that you did uh, not too long ago in the park? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, we had a community event. And that was where we gave away about 300 pairs of shoes. It may have been more than that, mm. I, you know, because. What we, was I? I should have got me a I pair know, of shoes. We had everything. Some. We had sneakers. We had house shoes. We had flip flops. Y'all, had, y'all, y'all give y'all give away some Tims. You know I'm an East Coast guy. You know, no. and you're a New Yorker too. You know what I'm saying? You know what what, what was the Tims? That you ain't giving away no Tims. No, actually, what happened is there is a doctor, uh, Dr. Marcus Green, uh-huh. and everybody. In fact, find Dr. Marcus Green on Instagram and follow him. <laughs> in fact, he donated all these sneakers to. He has his own brand of shoes called New Beginnings Today. Okay, and so he donated the shoes to us, and so uh, so it wasn't they weren't name brand, but they're good shoes. Hey, well, look, long as they got the kids, long as they got the shoes, the kids was happy yes, and all of that. Yes, we did shoes. We had lots of things for the for the kids. We had gifts for them. We did $25 gift card drawings uh, for, for the people that came. We kind of had door prizes. Mm-hmm. And we, we gave food as well. So it was a great event. And uh, hundreds of people were there. So it was very, very successful. Yes. No, and it, w- it was real deep. I seen that joint. Now, speaking of food, too, you um, you doing some dope stuff with Chick-fil-A. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. I just finished a 10 uh, one. It was a year long, 10 month program mm-hmm. with Chick-fil-A in their impact accelerator cohort. And that was an amazing opportunity because I got to meet different CEOs from all over the country and uh, they poured into us and, and, and helped us to to develop us. I mean, and then the, the it was fourteen other uh, nonprofit leaders aside from myself that were enrolled in the program, and uh, so so now we all, even though we've graduated, we all stay in contact with each other. So I've got this amazing network of other professionals that I can reach out to that can reach out to me. Chick Fil A gave each of us fifteen thousand dollars for our nonprofits while we were enrolled in the program. And uh, we went on a fabulous retreat. It was just, it was, I'm very, very impressed with what Chick-fil-A is doing and how they're developing entrepreneurs and leaders. Okay, okay. So let's go ahead and get to the uh, the politics real quick. Follow Jamel on IG at Jamel McKenzie for College Park on IG. 
Um, is that also on Twitter or just on IG? IG. Okay. Uh, yeah, we didn't do a Jamel McKenzie. I mean, Jamel McKenzie, I am on Twitter, but we didn't do a Jamel McKenzie uh, for College Park on Twitter. Oh, or, or X. I keep... I keep forgetting it's not Twitter no more, but it's X oh, now, whatever. Oh, X, that's right, X. Yeah, that's so weird. Like X Twitter, that's what it is. That, you might as well call it X Twitter, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the most, I mean, Elon yeah. Musk, you, $4 billion, and you wanted to change it yeah. to a letter? Like, that's so yeah. trash. But anyway, follow uh, Jamel McKenzie on IG at Jamel McKenzie for College Park. So let's go ahead and um, get into the politics real quick. Um, Obviously, Election Day is November the 7th. Um. We talked about this last time, but for the new listeners who's now paying attention now because we're getting closer and closer to Election Day, um, explain to everybody um, your pillars. OK, I have four basic pillars. And, and of course, it, and hopefully within those pillars, it encompasses the, the things that need that we want to have addressed in our city. First pillar is safety, safety with community stewardship. And basically, you know, we're. Most of the people I would say in my community, my ward, they feel safe in their homes, but Mm -hmm. it's our streets that are the problem. There's a lot of speeding. So people are concerned about speeding, a lack of sidewalks. So we do need more sidewalks. We're trying to get people to walk and and exercise. So you got to make you've got to have some paths there. Mm -hmm. We're also um, concerned about technology for our police department. We are down in terms of the enrollment, uh, the numbers in our police department. So we actually need more officers, but we also want to have more technology. I did write a letter on behalf of my uh, police department around this time last year. And uh, I'm happy to say that Senator John Ossoff saw that letter and he awarded a uh, grant to my city my uh, police department for us to have ballistics technology. And that technology actually allows us to look at a bullet, be able to tell everything that has to do with it. Whereas in the past, we'd have to send those type of things off. Say somebody's wrongfully accused of a mm-hmm. crime. All right. And it was a shooting. It might You might sit in jail for six months because you're waiting on the, 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 the report to come back because that's how long it could take. Mm-hmm. Now we have a technology that we can get that done in days. Oh, that's real. And we are also one of nine municipalities in the state of Georgia that can do that. So I want to kind of do more things like that that can help us on the technology side. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course, getting community involvement. One of the best ways that people can be safe is neighbors looking out for neighbors. You know, neighbors, I have some amazing, nosy neighbors. They watch <laughs> when I leave. They know when I come back. But I can also let them know, when, you know, where I where I am. Okay. And so you always have somebody looking out for you. So that's important. The next pillar that I have is intentional strategic development with accessibility. I That's been, a mouthful. Yeah. One more yeah. time. One more time for the slow people in the back of the class. Intentional strategic development with accessibility. Okay. Okay. We are developing in College Park 311 acres, which is called Six West. And this is a, a fantastic opportunity for us to really put some things in our city. In fact, right here at the station today, my some of my teammates are here with me and we're just admiring what's being done here at the food hall and saying to ourselves, why can't we have that in College Park? So we want to make sure that as we develop this 311 acres, we are taking into consideration the things that our residents want, but also a way to bring people in uh, that the kind of people that we want and to to, to deal with some of that traffic that goes through the airport. So making sure that we're developing this properly. I served as the chair of BIDA, Business Industrial Development Authority, was on that board for five years. So I've been overseeing development in the city and I want to continue to do that and also want to make sure that it's accessible, meaning you develop something, can people get there? 
Okay. Can people from the outside get there and people who live in the community? So making sure we have that. The other is fiscal transparency. Our city raised taxes on property owners last year, and it's been a hardship for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But we have not seen an increase in our services. And so the key is that some people don't mind paying more taxes as long as they know that they're going to have more services, that we're going to have, you know, better uh, amenities in our city. Uh, We want to beautify the city. We're not seeing anything really being done with those tax dollars. And we also need to have a breakdown of what's happening. So one of my pillars is to make sure that we are, first of all, being good stewards of the money that we that we collect from our taxpayers, which also happens to pay our salaries. And so we work for the taxpayer. So we need to make sure that we're accountable to the taxpayer and then also find ways where we can maybe not use city money. Um, Many people are telling me right now in my city they want recycling. They want door. They want they want to have recycling at the door. We have two recycling centers in the city for almost 14,000 people. So sometimes you get to that recycling center and it's packed and you don't have anywhere to put stuff. So we'd like to have that door, you know, come to my door, one of the one of the trash pickup days. So we're also looking at I'm looking at some federal grants that will fund that that don't involve, you know, anybody paying more money. So really thinking outside the box. Okay. And the last is diversity, inclusion, and equity. Got to have diversity and inclusion and equity. You know, you some people it. hate that word. I talked to a lady last week. She she was like, oh, I don't like diversity and inclusion. Well, guess what? Well, what, what, was, 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 she, was she the, um, and for the audio audience, this is not going to be good audio, but was she? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And, and, you know, and I mean, I don't have any problem with people, you know, like yeah, I said, because yeah, 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 yeah. if I'm a diversity and inclusion person, that means I'm for everybody. Yeah. Doesn't, to me, it should, it's not about color, but it's making sure that we have, that we have every color. Yeah, for sure. For you sure, know, definitely. And, and that we include and that we start understanding that different doesn't mean wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, if, if you're in a room, there's a reason for you being in that room. If we shut your voice out while you're in the room, we might be losing an important ingredient to make this pie or make this cake rise. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I, I cook as well. So okay, I'm a nice, baker. Nice. So, you know, you leave out an ingredient. All the ingredients are different when they're on their own. But when you put them together... You can make an amazing meal. And so and then the equity piece is creating an even playing field for my residents. You know, make there's some people that have been disadvantaged because of whatever the life circumstances are, didn't have access to the things that other people have. And so equity, in my opinion, when I look at equity, it is giving somebody a a hand up. Not a not a handout. Right. But a hand up, putting you in a position where you can thrive. So those are kind of the, and, and and then everything else comes comes out of that you know of those four pillars that I would say. Okay. You know, so if anybody listening right now has a question for Jamel on the post on our IG page at one hundred six seven to beat on IG, go ahead type a question in and then we'll go ahead and um ask her the question. But I'll start one real quick. What about schools? You know what I mean? What what do you what is what's your plan for the school district or anything like that? All righty. Well, again, as city council doesn't really have involvement in terms of the Fulton County. I'm in Fulton County. So mm-hmm. the Fulton County that schools fall under that. OK. OK. However, the students that are in the schools okay. and some of the teachers may be my residents. So you do or the children of our residents well, their residents. So as a council person, you should still take responsibility and get involved in the school system. I have adopted and partnered with uh, three schools in College Park, Banneker High School, Woodland Middle School, 
uh, even even Woodward Academy, we've been involved. Now, Woodward Academy, the services may be different, but we have provided lots of uh, PPE for students. We get those students involved in projects. And then College Park Elementary School. And the projects that we that I've been doing with those schools is teacher incentive programs because mm-hmm. we realize that a school is only as good as the teachers that are teaching the children. All children can learn. You just have to set up a climate with people that believe that Facts. and that are going to do whatever is necessary to meet the modalities that that child has in order to make sure that they learn. So one of the programs that we started last year was the teacher incentive program where we would go into the school. We, we brought Chick-fil-A and, you know, we gave the teachers different gifts and just really kind of, you know, uh, gave them accolade for, for what they were doing to encourage them. So one of the way, and then of course, I've always been providing since the pandemic, so it's about four years now, we've been providing supplies for the schools, book bags for the children. We have worked in terms of uh, some of our schools have pantries, making sure there's food. And then I have a good relationship with the president of the Fulton County School Board, Ms. Kim Dove. And she doesn't mind me saying that. Okay. And so working, I think one of the ways we work with the schools is you work with the persons that are overseeing the school board. If she hear, hearing my voice all the time in her ear is going to make them make my city a priority and the schools in my ward a priority. Okay. Jamil McKenzie's running for uh, City Council War 1 out here in College Park. You're listening to 106.7 B. Go ahead and hit us up with a question on the IG page of the um, of the post that we have uh, of this conversation real quick. So um, you got an endorsement from U.S. Congressperson uh, Nikema Williams. How, 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 was, how was that and how did that come about? Well, I'm truly honored that uh, Congresswoman Nikema Williams would even, you know, endorse me. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> uh, I, I have known I've known her, you know, since she's been elected and um, we're, we're at different events together. And I just she's doing some great work and, you know, for for our for our state. So, uh, yeah. So that happened last. In fact, we just put that out a couple of days ago that she, you know, is seeing that I am a leader that is not only going to that I'm a leader that's not going to treat my city like it's an island. Mm. Sometimes, with, we, you know, and that's how I feel like my city's been trying to operate. We've been trying to operate like we're an island and try to do everything within our own selves and, and use the money of the people that live in that city and the resources. Whereas if we could see ourselves as the true global gateway, we are the, we are Georgia's global gateway city, College Park, man. And how are we as a global gateway going to not reach out? We mm. need to get what all the resources we can from Fulton County, from the state of Georgia, the United States government, and the non and and the the business community that makes money in College Park. And nice. I'm talking about the large businesses that have offices and headquarters. Getting them involved, and a lot of them want to get involved. Perfect example: the the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Their G League team plays at our, at our arena, and we, same we, spot. At, same spot. The Dream play at right. Yeah, and okay. the Dream plays there too, and the Skyhawks team has been playing for the last three, four years, and uh, the Hawks actually took on one of our rundown basketball courts, refurbished it, and it's beautiful. Then they took the city auditorium, which is a big gym that we have, and they they, they totally, you know, just did a, a total revitalization of that. Mm. And we didn't have, so we didn't have to take city money. So we got to think out the box, you know, in terms of the things that we do and reach out to our neighbors, reach out to companies and sports teams that are 
are are are doing well in College Park. Okay. Day one. Um, so uh, election day is November seventh. Obviously, you'll probably be sworn in. Start sometime in January. First mission. First thing you do. Oh gosh! First thing I'm gonna do is just breathe. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you know, uh, there there are so many things. I, I, what one of my concerns for my council right now? It's almost been embarrassing. I've attended just about every city council meeting, even during the pandemic, on Zoom mm-hmm. for the last seven years, and the embarrassment that I feel when I watch those meetings because they do not get along. Right. They bicker. And I am a team player. So one of the first things that I plan to do is to try to reach out to the to whoever my council and mayor is on January 1st or before that time. And let's start talking. I know we can't all get together. It can't be more than a couple of us because we'd be a quorum. But reaching out, forming a relationship, helping the council to understand and the mayor that how we look is going to affect who comes to our city? So we need to get our crap together. Mm. We need to decide that we're if we want to fuss like cats and dogs, let's do it behind closed doors. But we need to present ourselves as a united front. So that's going to be one of my things because I think that if we don't have that cohesion, if we don't have that teamwork, if we don't, if we can't command the respect of the people and the people that are outside watching, everything else that we're trying to do is null and void. Mm-hmm. So that would be one of the first things. And of course, you know, after that, it would just be beginning to really look at the policies that we have right now and see what is working for us, what's not working for us. And I have a group of people called community champions. We, we're, our, our goal is to have at least 60 community champions. And they are people right now that are helping me with the election. They're getting the word out. They're okay. sharing with their neighbors. And you were there, in fact, you were there at one of yeah, our yeah, meetings. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, so the next piece would be meeting with my community champions, which I would do in December. In fact, I'm not gonna wait till January or the inauguration and really start mapping out with the community champions. What is it that we need to tackle first? Mm-hmm. What is the What are the priorities for them as a community? Because again, all I am is a representative. I'm not the know-it-all, I'm not the do-it-all. I My job is to work for my bosses, and my bosses are the people who live in my city. And so I need to sit down with my bosses, and again, the community champions are sampling of my larger boss base. They're like the, they'll be like the uh, executive board <laughs> of, 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 a, of a corporation, if you okay. want to look at that. And I'm going to sit with them and, and, and hopefully hear from them. And they're going to let me know, look, this is where we need to go. This is and we, we will map out goals. What's first? What's second? What's third? I don't want to get too messy, but I like to get messy from time to time. So you have you have some competition now. You have somebody that's uh running against you. Um, I'm not going to ask you to explain what makes their platform different from yours and all of that. But I will want to just ask, like. What does differentiate that? Like, what 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 are you gonna do that's gonna be specifically like? Um, well, let's put it out there. We don't need to vote for her. We need to vote for you. So, what we got to do to vote for you? you know, so what 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 we gonna vote for you? you know what I'm saying? Well, how how are we gonna make that work? Um, and I and I've I've been I've, I've said this before because I, I've never now I do have a person who's opposing me. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not in competition with them. I feel like I am in competition with me. Ooh, I bars. Am, I am my main competitor. Every day I wake up. And my goal is to be the best version of myself and a mm. better version than I was yesterday. 
So my main competitor is the person that lives right inside of this body. <laughs> that's doing Which one of y'all is the media people? Because that was a very media type answer right there. You know what I mean? Very. That's you. Okay. That, that was very. I tried to get her and it didn't work. You got, you got her trained real good. So so that's the first thing. But the the, the key, I believe, is uh, the city of College Park is not what it was 16 years ago when my councilman became the council person. Okay. We have grown. We have developed. It is a very complex city. And we are now really embarking on trying to develop 311 acres. We have the airport has gone to new levels since my last. My council person, first of all, for those of you who don't know, he's retiring. So I'm not running a, I'm not running against an incumbent. But I am in I am looking to take a seat where somebody who is extremely competent and knew what was going on and was involved in the inner workings of this city. Someone who studied, someone who was involved, someone who communicated. Mm-hmm. I believe that I am the best person to to step into this seat that can, can accommodate the needs of our people and pick the city up where it is and take it to the next level. I have the experience in this race because I have been behind the closed doors. I have heard and I'm aware of some of the issues that nobody knows, mm-hmm. the things that I don't even talk about even right now, but I am here because of those issues, because of what I've seen. I've seen the inequity. I've seen the lack of inclusion in diversity. I've seen our tax dollars squandered. But I also have sat there and met with developers and understand what it takes to develop my city. And I've heard the voices of the people. I have nothing, no ulterior motive but to see my city progress and to see the people in my city living in their best life and thriving. And that's what makes me the better and the best candidate in this race. And I was going to have a question where that answer would have fell into that question. So I don't have to ask that question no more. So I'll, um, follow Jamel McKenzie at Jamel McKenzie, the number four College Park on IG. Don't forget that the last day to register to vote is October the 10th. Early voting is October 16th through the 29th. And obviously, Election Day is November the 7th. Um, Jamel, as always, it's good to see you. And um. The Zoom, the Zoom uh, things that you be doing. Is there another one that's coming up so the public can watch or what's the next Zoom? Uh, we Well, we actually just had a Zoom this past week for our supporters. We don't have anything on the calendar, but uh, tomorrow, uh, well, I mean, well, I know this is going to be airing on another day, but we are going out and doing super, super canvassing days. I'll okay. put it that way. So people can get involved through going out with us in the community. And if they follow us on IG at Jamel McKenzie for College Park, also we are also on Nextdoor, Jamel McKenzie for College Park as well. And so we will put the announcements out. Uh, our real key right now is, 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 is gearing up, getting ready for, early, uh, for the early voting, and also making sure that people are registered to vote. I think that's the key for us right now is really getting people. People just need to understand that local elections are the most important elections that they will ever vote in. Mm -hmm. The president of the United States is not determining your daily quality of living. Neither is the governor of Georgia, even though the governor does do more in terms of our, 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 our our local lifestyle. But this particular election in my city is going to determine what taxes look like in our city, what electric and water bills Mm -hmm. look like, 
what our safety and our police force and who is who is our city manager? I mean, we have a great city manager, but who is running the city is determined by the four people that will be elected or actually it's three people, but it's four council people. And then we have a mayor. So it's a very, very important election. A lot of times we as a people just want to go out and vote in the presidential election. And then we wonder, why do my streets look like this right now? Why, you know, why is my tax bill so high? Mm. It's because you put somebody in office that wasn't thinking in terms of what was going to be best for you. Mm. So you're the boss. Take charge. The key is right now, can't people, our people need to interview these candidates and like it's a job and get away from, oh, she's my friend or he's my friend or I just seem to like him. What have they done? Hmm. One thing I can say this really, and I know you got to go, a leopard doesn't change spots. And a lot of time people tend to elect somebody that they're just hoping that that person, oh, I just think she just seems like a nice person. Or he seems like a nice person. I think he'll do a good job. What has he done? What has she done in the years that they were in this community? And how much time did they have in that? And because if they haven't been doing it now or before, you can't expect them to do it now. Hmm. That's bars. We're going to go ahead and end on that. Don't forget to uh, vote for Jamel McKenzie, November 7th, College Park. Let's get it done. Thanks for being on uh, with us, uh, Jamel. All right. Thank you for having me.